0: All right, we have nothing on the agenda to talk about today, so we're just going to let the mics roll and see what happens. Colby is, quote-unquote, 80-something percent asleep. It's 10 o'clock on Monday. Yeah.
1: Even though he was the one that was like, 10 o'clock, everybody? 10 (laughs) o'clock? Yeah. And asleep.
2: (laughs) And you just got back from driving, like, two
1: hours. Yeah more than two i drove three hours from three and a half hours from virginia to chapel hill and then drove two hours from chapel hill back to charlotte
0: what did you fill your airways airwaves with on your car ride did you listen to any
1: podcasts uh i was actually so i have unlimited data and i will shamelessly say that i was just playing hot ones <laughs> in my car as i was driving, <laughs> listening to people suffer i was listening to uh the Scarlett Johansson one, Trevor Noah, Gordon Ramsay, and Billie Eilish. Those
2: were the four that I listened to. The Billie Eilish one is good. You need to watch the Key and Peele one. That one is epic.
1: Ooh, I did not see that they had that. Yeah,
2: definitely. It's a it's an older one. That one's solid. Uh, DJ Khaled was probably the most funniest. He was like one of the first very few, and he like quit on like wing three. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. <laughs> I would be so mad watching that because I
1: see people suffer through like you, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> All right, I've never heard of this
0: before. Can you explain what it is?
2: Wait, you have so, never heard of Hot Ones? Hot Ones, really? No. So Hot Ones—it's it's a hot show with—or uh, with incredibly hot wings. it has got oh, it's got—it's oh, a show oh. with hot questions and even hotter
1: wings. Yeah. Um. So at, as they—it's ten wings. The more, que- the uh, they ask the wings of questions, death, aptly yeah, named. Yes, and then they get hotter with each question. So they start off really mild, and then it gets to,
2: like, unprecedented levels of hot by the end. And not to mention with the the wings aspect, but also Sean Evans, who is the host, is a very great interviewer. He's like the Nardwar of YouTube.
1: Yeah, very in-depth questions. Like, very obscure, like pulling up stuff they forgot about themselves kind of, kind of deal. <laughs> and like, so
2: it really catches them off guard because you have this heat going through your body and just radiating, mm-hmm. and then he's asking you about some deep cuts.
0: Like, Do the questions get hotter as the wings get hotter?
2: I'd say he's pretty respectful about certain things. Like, you can tell for some people there's, like, areas to not talk about, but there's also ones where it's like, we can't not talk about this as well. Mm-hmm. So I don't it would pr- get hotter, I, per se, but...
1: Yeah. I did appreciate how, like, not everything... Like, when he did Scarlett Johansson, it was, like, right as Avengers Endgame was coming out. And I think only one of the ten questions was about Avengers. Everything else was pretty off the wall. Like, questions about Scarlett Johansson. Like, what was, what? which one of your movies has the biggest cult following? Which one um, do you get talked about the most besides Avengers, uh, and stuff like that. Um, and Trevor Noah was just funny too. Cause then he talked about <laughs> John legend and Chrissy Teigen inviting him, uh, to come sit with them at the, uh, what was it? It was like the Oscar. It was something, it was some award show. Uh, maybe it was the Emmys. He was like, come sit cause he had no friends cause he had just got to America from South Africa
2: mm-hmm. and he
1: didn't know any <laughs> They just knew that he was taking over for John, uh, for John Stewart. And so they like invited him to sit with them. Pretty much, they did the whole like high schooler sitting by yourself at lunch. They were the the, the two very nice they were people the to cool come kids. that came to sit with him. That's funny. So yeah, it's always nice. But and there's yeah, a lot they of always a lot
2: of celebrities that have been on the show.
1: Yeah, it's a very it's a very wide.
2: Uh, wide array of characters that have been on the show. They've had sports, they've had film, they've had music. A lot of rappers, a lot of, a lot rappers. of rappers. And like uh, Halle Berry was on one time and then if I'm not mistaken Halle Berry hooked him up with his current girlfriend who was a model. Holy crap, or, really? It, no, it wasn't Halle Berry, it was Tyra Banks.
1: With uh, Sean Evans?
2: Yes. Holy crap, cuz Sean if you Evans is so it's there's are with Justin Timberlake. you should go listen to that one, because she talks about, like, she knows people in the modeling world. And I know his girlfriend right now is a model.
1: Well, Sean Evans is, like, a ball just in like, Oh, that was the other one. I watched the Shaq one. The Shaq one was
2: yes. hilarious. <laughs> he's like, there ain't no hot sauce from Kansas. And then he's like, ooh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Kansas.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was
2: bad. So that's a really – YouTube's just so great.
1: Yeah, it, it was interesting because yeah. they talked. They also talked about I know. I think Billie Eilish talked about how nothing is really quote unquote viral anymore. Like there's always something popping at the moment. There's nothing like, oh man, this is viral for this week. You know what I'm saying? Like she was talking about um the Hygie Kids Hygie Wife thing that yeah. happened all those years ago, and then what was another one? Um, Ain't nobody Ugh. got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Like uh, like, you know, like those kinds of things. Like that doesn't really happen anymore. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think part of that is also that as a lot of these like
0: media sharing websites and platforms have grown, there's a lot more niche categories within them. So like there are specific cultures to specific things. Like there's TikTok culture. If you don't watch TikToks, a viral tiktok isn't really going to make much sense to you um or like specific youtube communities
1: so th- like there's not a mainstream viral sense like there used to be there's there, i swear to god there are like 20 running twitter jokes that if you missed it at the beginning you're not catching up like there are some things that <laughs> happened on twitter years ago that some people mm-hmm. will just be like hey you remember this and if you were there for it, it's like well you missed it but it'll get like 30,000 likes 50,000 likes etc etc
2: do you think like 50 years from now there's there's gonna be like a class on like memeology i don't
1: know about memeology but there will definitely be some kind of discussion on social media and the the culture of memes and the culture and it'll probably be somewhere along the lines of like using memes as a cultural like stepping point um and also how toxic it can be and like how images can get co-opted and for the wrong reasons like you think of like pepe the frog like that was an innocent meme that got co-opted by white supremacists you know what i'm saying like Mm
0: -hmm. that it's
1: always that'll that definitely will get brought up in in discussions
0: I do think it's interesting, though, to think about a hypothetical class like that because there are so many memes that we think of that are significant for, like,
1: a week or a month that then get lost to time. But do you remember, like, old – like, the original memes? Like, Magusta and, like, the troll face mm-hmm. and, and – Bad uh, Luck Brian. Yeah, Bad Luck Brian. My favorite thing those, was Demo like, – did you all like, see the Demotivational the posters? One, the – You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, all those those. are like,
0: those were mainstream memes. Like, everyone used them. That's, I think, part of what I'm saying is like, there's not a meme that everybody uses now.
1: No, it's like, if you miss it, (laughs) you miss it. (laughs) You better save that
2: picture as soon as you see it.
1: (laughs) Exactly. I will say, GIFs changed the game. GIFs changed the game, like, also, that's a whole other discussion. I say gifs. I'm sorry. I, well, actually, no, I'm not sorry. But anyway, I say gif. It's it, whatever. I'm not gonna have that semantics argument here. <laughs> but regardless, uh, gifs changed the game a lot because now it changed it from static picture. I remember the first time I saw a gif. It was on iFunny. Did you ever have iFunny? I had iFunny. Yeah. I never used iFunny. I used. I, and I was like, how? the hell is this picture moving right now it was like there's no sound it it was it was the crazy I was so blown away by it and now it's like oh yeah like the iPhone has a built in GIF like function like it saves your like if you save a GIF like it used to be where it would just have it as an image until you used it and then it would play out or it would save as a video now it's like here's GIFs (laughs) it has it's own thing and emojis too. God, where did that happen? Like, I know that the original emojis were like, you know, colon parentheses, like those emojis. And then I guess they just got. I think. Well, actually, you know what? It was like AOL well, it was like colon aim, P.
2: Like for, was the original tongue out?
1: Yeah. Well, those
0: were. I think those are called emoticons. Yeah, emojis yeah, there you go. like the little icon thingies that we use. I'm pretty sure they originated somewhere in Asia. I feel like Japan. I don't know how accurate that is. That is just me grasping at straws of what I think I know. Um, But then they became a thing when there was... Well, they were a thing in, like, AIM back in the day. And then on the old iPhones and iPod Touches, there was, like, the emoji keyboard that you could buy on the App Store the app that was an emoji keyboard and you could copy paste emojis before you could add like custom keyboards. And before Apple had a native
1: emoji keyboard.
0: Oh God. You, do? <laughs> you just took a screenshot
1: of us. I did not mean to do that. <laughs> <laughs> that another, um, what was it? Um, Oh, now I'm going to, I'm going to blank on it now. While you're thinking in, about it,
2: I remember like ahead. when I had Mike, my, my old Razer phone and I, as far as I remember, the first gift that I can remember in my mind, it was like during Christmas time and it was like this factory and there was a like Frosty the snowman sitting on a conveyor belt and then he was pooping out snowballs. And I don't know why. <laughs> wow. I, I thought that was so funny back then. I kinda still think it's funny. It's I kinda... wonder if
0: in like yeah, forty years when there's the class on memes and about like the culture of like internet culture and things from the early early to mid 2000s if they'll talk about something like T9 that people used with razors and phones like that or if that's going to get lost to time because I feel like around my age is the last people that used things like that before your first phone was an iPhone or before your first phone had a
1: fold out keyboard yeah I mean I never I had a Motorola Razr that was my first phone was a Razr that was
2: mine too what color did you um, have?
1: I have blue like navy blue
2: the blue one yeah and
1: it was like I went from the Razr to one that was called the Alias and it was one it was a, it was a oh, flip phone oh the Alias was awesome oh it was so dope dude I, I, it was like it flipped up and then you could pull it down and flip it like horizontally like so it mm-hmm. flipped both ways bro That that was the sickest thing um, <laughs> and the keyboard would light up depending on which direction you opened it. It was so cool, yeah, um, and then the
0: second ver- or third version of it had a keyboard with like little screens that they yep. would
1: switch based on which way, yep, I got that one it too so cool. <laughs> switched it to that one. yeah, it was cool um and then it moved into like ipods, like i had my first iPod was i I skipped out on the on the shuffle, I got a nano. Um and I had a nano for a long time. And then it took a while before I could convince my parents to let me get a touch. And it, I never used the iPod touch for texting or communicating. I just used it for music. I, I used it for I didn't even use it. I don't even think it had a camera at that point. I think it was just the i I think it was just music. It was just an MP three player that had a had a uh touch screen and it was massive too. Like the way that some Androids look right now, that's what it looked like. Um, and then slowly and slowly it got like, oh, hey, this is the iPhone. And that one took a lot of convincing for my parents because it was like, it, you have an iPod. What do you need this iPhone for? And they were just like <laughs> – they had a point. <laughs> but um, so I never I, – I was late to the iPhone game and I know some people still don't like it. And that's fair. I had an Android. Android. <laughs> I had an Android for a while, um, and they actually had something called Swipe, where like yeah. you would swipe th- between instead of typing out letters, you would swipe between letters, and then whatever word you spelled out, it would.
2: Oh, it's still it thing. push it
1: out. Well, now it's on iPhones though. now it's on iPhone. That's what I was gonna say. Like now iPhones using it, and I thought it was patented. Like I thought it was an Android thing, but now it's now it's on iPhones.
2: I just don't see the the purpose of it, though. I don't think it types any faster. But, so I've never really used it.
0: I use it when I am holding my phone in one hand, or, like, when I'm laying down in bed and, like, on my side, and I only have one arm that I can use my phone with. Um, but I've noticed that with the upgrade in software on the iPhone that gave us the swiping ability, it destroyed my autocorrect. Um, so... It's hard – it's almost better to just tap all the letters individually.
1: Yeah, 99% of the time. I just remember using swipe so often. Um, and that was before that. I, I don't think I had – there was autocorrect on other stuff. And also on the topic of like how this stuff affects people, like do you think having autocorrect will affect like literacy slash spelling for, for people like writing?
0: I think so. I think autocorrect and the combination of voice to text. Because I know personally if there's a word that I have no clue how to spell it, I just do voice dictation and say the word because I know Siri's going to understand what I mean better than me
1: gashing the spelling and it thinking that it's in a different language. I... I cannot. There are two words that I'm bad at spelling. One of them is restaurant, and the other one, let me think about it, is. Oh, uh, give me i I'll think of it. But restaurant, I'm terrible at. I, I cannot spell restaurant for
2: anything. I can't. I, I hate spelling the word necessarily. Yeah, I can see that. February is another one
1: that gets me sometimes.
2: February? February. F-E-B-R-U-A-R-Y. Some
1: some people complain about Wednesday. (laughs) Wednesday.
2: (laughs) Well, see, if you do restaurant like – well, with the Spanish pronounced – Restaurante, that's how I know it because that that causes you to think of the A-U and then take off the E.
1: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, I cannot spell the word – don't ask me why, but I use the word like conniption. I still can't spell it. like the word conniption. Mm-hmm. I, I, can't, I can't. Every time I try, it's like, "Are you sure you're trying to spell a word right now?"
2: <laughs> but and then I used to say like department instead of department. <laughs>
1: I'm trying to think of other ones that get me. There's one that gets me, and I'm trying to remember what it is. Ah oh, man. Hold on.
2: What are your favorite words?
1: anti established materialism. That's a good one.
2: Cattywampus.
0: That's also a good one. My favorite is defenestrate. Ooh, I haven't heard that one.
2: Ooh, I have not heard that one. That means one. to
0: throw someone out of a window. Okay. It originated with the defenestration of Prague. Okay. Where in Prague... Uh... I think it was in like their legislature or something like that. Someone got mad at one of the other representatives and threw him out of a window.
2: <laughs> well, all right then.
0: <laughs> Mav, do you think that you would ever get an iPhone?
2: I don't think so at this point. It's kind of I'm, as y'all very well know, especially you two. I'm a very stubborn person.
1: <laughs> I like
2: to. I like to keep myself. I don't like to do that kind of stuff. So I'm. I've been deep now in the Android and I don't want to get stuck in the Apple field. Because then, if I get an iPhone, then I want an Apple Watch and then I want an iPad. I did have an iPad. I don't want to get sucked in.
0: That's valid. I think that for that exact same reason, I don't see myself ever not having an iPhone. Like, unless for some reason I was not allowed to have an iPhone. Like, if a job said I couldn't have an iPhone, then I would always have an iPhone because I have everything Apple. I have a Mac. I have an iPhone. I have an Apple Watch. I have an iPad. I have AirPods.
2: I think there's only one true downfall to the Android. And it's that <laughs> group chats are a nightmare with that iPhone users. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so that's why I use GroupMe with all of y'all. It just makes everything easier.
0: Hmm. I know a lot of people, though, who... As soon as they graduate college, they delete GroupMe because they never want to see it again.
2: Oh, did I tell you all what happened when last year's class graduated? No. Because that was the class of my students, uh, one being including one Luke May. Uh, Luke May was your student? He was. Fun fact. And so... I went to I. We made group me's for all of the orientation groups, and I went into all of them. I'm like, I told you all this day was coming, and they're all like, "Why'd you gotta throw this on us, Maverick?"
1: <laughs> That's funny. the The word I was looking for that I keep misspelling is calendar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, calendar. Calendar. That's funny. Simple things. I am a P brain. I went to Chapel Hill, and people were like, oh, hey, you went to Chapel Hill. You're pretty smart. And I'm like, I can't spell restaurant.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we all have our strengths and weaknesses, David. Uh, A word that always
1: got me
0: back in the day was business.
2: Busyness. Busyness. Yes,
0: because the way that it's pronounced, you would think it was B-U-I-S-N-E-S-S,
2: but it's busyness. I don't get it. Who came up with the word Massachusetts?
1: God, that's a that's a doozy, isn't it?
2: I had to learn that for AP history, so that like my history teacher actually took time to like help us spell the word.
1: There there was one video I watched, and if you like I don't know why I fell into this hole where I would watch linguistic videos and like analysis of the English language or um, I can't. Remember, I think it was Vox. No, maybe it was not Vox. I can't remember who it was. But they had a a, a person who teaches accents on to analyze like movie accents um, and how on like how realistic they were. Um, or they'll bring like a person who does linguistics, um, and we'll have them analyze some stuff. And I just always find it really interesting. And English is a stupid language, like just a terrible language it's so hard for people to learn and just like thinking of all the inconsistencies in it. It's like, it's just interesting to look at. And there's something called the great vowel shift. And that's kind of like that big difference between old English and English as we know it today. Uh, oh, I've heard about it, that before. I, I just find it really interesting to, to talk about.
0: Mm-hmm. I saw a super interesting video over the weekend a linguistic video about how uh, on Antarctica there's groups of like a dozen people from like three or four different countries that are isolated for six months and at the end of it they have their own micro accent from the combination of their different dialects that they use
1: Hmm. well that's interesting
2: as someone who did study linguistics the one thing I know now uh if you see someone's name and it has a j in it, stop. That could very well be a y sound. <laughs> that well, when is you your say, lesson.
0: Stop. It could very well be a y sound. How do I determine if it is or isn't? Or do I just guess?
2: If it if it has like a European kind of feel to the name, like also like your Euro- Eastern European, mm-hmm. um because I'm trying to think of someone like... Because I know there's plenty of NBA players where I'm pretty sure that's... Nikola you know, like, Jokic. 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 Like, it's it's called the yode. It's a technical term for it. And there was a lot of shifts from Latin to those types of languages where that just became a Y for some reason. Um, so it is very popular with a lot of uh, Eastern European kind of things. But even with like Spanish, even some things have like that. Um, there's even other words like in the other romance languages that still feature that so that so when I see like speak to guests at work that have those and I pronounce it right they're like oh how'd you know that <laughs> I'm like because I studied linguistics
1: or like the H sound like Javier Jesus yeah. things and like that
2: X is supposed to have a little more guttural sound in Spanish like you have Javier it's just really simple but then you, with something that has like an X it's Javier like <laughs> <laughs> here Gotta get that or gun rule. Hala.
1: French, man. Like, French is one of those languages that I just cannot. I just cannot wrap my brain. Like, I can wrap my brain around it, but, like, hearing it in, like, reading, it is, like, okay. Like, I can get the gist. And I get it. I'm not great at French. But, like, hearing someone talk in French, speak in French.
2: They sound like they're very upset.
1: Oh, oh well, like let, me, let me tell you about German. Like, <laughs> that whole language is aggressive. <laughs> but, yeah, people who speak French, it's like, it's so fluid. It's a beautiful language. I just cannot understand. It's just so rapid fire. It's like, I can't even tell you're speaking French sometimes. And this, I did go to France. I did experience this. <laughs> and part of it could have been just, like, me being overloaded with uh being in Europe for the first time and uh, trying my hardest, <laughs> but it was it was tough. It was tough trying to. Because you don't want to be disrespectful. You want to try and be, you know, the, the last thing you want to do is go to a foreign country and then try and force English on somebody. That's not well, that's how many, the best Well, how many
2: times did you get that where they're like, yeah, just speak English? Because most of them know how to speak English. Most of them
1: do, but you never want to assume. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I would always mm-hmm. just try and, and throw my broken French in there. And then there'd be like. <laughs> oh you can speak some French and then they'll start speaking French and I'm like ah that's like the extent of my French sorry yeah.
2: <laughs> so but
1: I never what do you think have, about
2: these new kind of applications that they're coming out with where it's not necessarily Google Translate but like you can put stuff like in your ear or it's like much more advanced translators where you can speak in your language and it comes out in another language
1: I think that's awesome I mean the more you can use to you know bring people together and help communication
2: you know Mm-hmm. I spoke uh, to. Uh, I watched this channel on YouTube called, I believe it. I think it's the channel's Jubilee. Uh, there's two that I follow that do the similar kind of things where they brought in, I, it was a, a an American girl and a Korean kid and just set them, like put them in the same room. And then they used that kind of thing and then they ended up connecting over it and such. It was a really cool thing to see.
0: I will say that after spending a summer in. A place where English was a secondary primary language. Google Translate is a godsend. Um, I downloaded, like, the two megabyte Hebrew complete package from Google Translate. And there were a lot of things that I could figure out self-explanatory what they meant. Um, and I definitely think that knowing how to read Hebrew helped with that. But, like, on the bus... Um, if I didn't know what what stop I was going to, Google translating it was would make it very easy.
1: Aaron, I would like to apologize to you. I have been sleeping on Jewish food for far too long. <laughs> when I went I to Rome, I realized
0: after what Mav said that I forgot something in the top five list from dinner. Challah is definitely like top three I, Jewish food. I've never had matzo ball.
1: Is that how you pronounce it? Matzo ball soup. Yeah, I haven't had it. Uh, can you explain to me what it is? Matzo balls are like
0: little balls of. When they're good, it's like kind of like a cloud, cloud-like texture, um, but they can be dense too, um, and they're in a chicken broth with uh, different vegetables. Um, It's a soup traditionally for Passover because you can't have like noodles um, and matzah is kosher for Passover, but it's a soup that's good year-round. Another Jewish soup, more from the Eastern European Jewish side of things, is borscht, which is a traditional Russian soup of tomato broth with like onions and beef um and different spices i'm not a big borscht fan
1: but a lot of my family is it sounds like a musician it sounds like bjork <laughs> do you like bjork <laughs> but yes when i went to um when i went to the jewish district in rome our our tour guide we we split off for um a free lunch in the district and she recommended some places and i was like listen you're the tour guide where is the best place to eat here? She was from Rome. And I was like, she was like, I know exactly where to go. And she took us to this little, this little restaurant in the corner and they had this fried artichoke that she swore by. And that was the best thing that she'd ever eaten. And it was really freaking, I don't even like artichokes, but that thing was popping. Um, And then we had this like kosher lasagna that had this like amazing mix of herbs and cheese in it. And it was like so soft and it was the best lasagna I've had in my life it was an ethereal experience and just all of the like sides they had and everything and so uh, I have slept on Jewish food I honestly didn't know that
0: there was a big Jewish population in Rome I didn't there's know a whole there was a district whole Jewish yeah. Jewish
1: district yeah man it's like interesting stuff.
0: to think about the top five Jewish foods like thinking about if you were giving someone one meal to introduce them to your culture. What you would put on their plate?
1: Ooh, like, that's a great question.
0: If I was giving someone a meal and they were like, "I want Jewish food," I know that I would give them brisket, matzah ball soup,
1: lakas and challah. That's an interesting question. That's kind of like what you say with like a TV show. Like, what's the what's the hook? What episode is the hook? You know what I'm yes. saying, like or what if it's a video game, like what scene is the hook? The movie, exactly. like you know, it's like what for food, like what's the hook? You, you give them one food from your culture. Oh man, That's what tough. You that's tough. If I'm going Dominican, it's got to be something with plantains in it. It's mm. like <laughs> that's like a given. I would give them something called mangu, where it's uh. So uh, plantains are like these green banana-looking starches. And you can chop them up. You can fry them. You can do whatever with them. So what we do is uh, you boil them like a potato. And then you mash them like you got some mashed potatoes. And you've got this nice, like, greenish, like, kind of mashed potato-y texture. And then you get some salami. You fry the salami. So it's like some Dominican salami. Um, Fry that. You get some fried cheese You fry the cheese um, And then you have uh, Onions cooked in Some vinegar You throw that all together And it's like a breakfast food And it is Beautiful (laughs) It's a beautiful food Interesting That does sound really good And I love plantains to be good Plantains are not healthy for me But they are so good (laughs) So good
0: Mav, what would your one food be?
2: I'm a, as the Irishman, I'm gonna hand you a potato and we're gonna keep it moving. Keep <laughs> it moving.
0: I feel like with that I love,
2: can, I I, love potatoes so much. <laughs>
0: What's your favorite way to prepare the potato?
2: I've really been getting into uh getting them like baked in the oven recently. Like put some butter and garlic salt on mm-hmm. them. Oh man. Oh man, my dad makes those. Those are really good.
1: This is a side question. What is haggis?
2: Haggis it's uh it's, oh, let me pull. It, it has to, it's like a meat kind of. It's like It's
1: like I had to look up what
2: chit like chit, chitlins,
1: chitlins are. Like I didn't know what that was and I was like, "Whoa, like that's a culture thing. Uh, that's a culture shock for me." I was like, "I don't know people eat that." Like what is ha- I I keep hearing the word haggis
2: and it's either like you hate it. It's like a it. pudding. It's like mixed with like uh, like, sheep's parts. I think it has, like, hmm. vegetables in it. I definitely don't eat that, so... I am not the authority on that. It's like, it's a, I heard about it, and it's either you
1: hate it or you love it. It's kind of like, like... a pudding. Oh, man. Uh, something else is oxtail. Oxtail uh, in the Caribbean is, like, a huge staple. Um, According to Wikipedia, haggis is a savory pudding
0: containing sheep's pluck which includes heart, liver, and lungs, minced with onion, oatmeal, suet, spices, and salt, mixed with stock, and cooked while traditionally encased in the animal's stomach, though it is now often in an artificial casing instead.
2: Nope.
0: So something that I realized I forgot to mention about brisket, for those who aren't well-versed on Jewish culture, it's not like the type of brisket that uh, we would eat if we go to Hillsborough Barbecue Company together. The oh, I
2: miss best that. Way... Great place, by the way. <laughs> yes. Oh, I miss it. The I miss it so much.
0: The way that I know to describe brisket that I described it at dinner is like Jewish pot roast. Um, I've never had pot roast, so I don't know if that's accurate, but that's how I've heard it described to people who don't know what Jewish brisket is. But it is like the staple food in that every Jewish grandmother and Jewish mother has their own recipe for brisket and thinks that their recipe for brisket is the best and any other (laughs) brisket sucks.
1: Oh, man. I'm not moving on from food, but I do want to ask. Since it's popping up on my Twitter and has apparently caused quite a stir, what is a teraflop? Do y'all know what a teraflop is? Does that have to do with the Xbox that's coming yes. out? I quoted it. I was like, "Cause so the X." Let me pull up the tweet. Hold on. So Xbox tweeted. There said this morning, Xbox dropped the official specs for their new Series X, which is, I guess, their new their new generation console. It says twelve teraflops. I have no idea what the heck that means. So. Variable rate shading. I kind of, I think I know what that means. Hardware accelerated direct X ray tracing. No idea. Quick resume for multiple games. I do know what that means. And then smart delivery. No idea. And so I tweeted, I know what one of these things are. And (laughs) everyone was like, what the ever-loving heck is a teraflop? So I was just curious as to if any of y'all actually knew what a teraflop was. Because I still don't. I, I haven't looked it up yet. A flop? Stands
0: for floating point operations per second. And it basically just means how powerful a computer is. So teraflops uh, are like very powerful. So no loading screens?
2: <laughs> I mean, doesn't no screens.
0: <laughs> but yeah,
2: it's basically. So it's like the processor. Yeah. Okay.
0: So for a computer that has exactly one CPU, the number of flops equals the number of cores times the cycles per second time the, times the flops per cycle. Can
1: we just so highlight basically, flops per cycle?
0: <laughs> so basically like how well the computer performs. Flops in that case I'm reading the Wikipedia article on it now. Because that flop, there's capital flops and then there's capital flop with lowercase s but it doesn't say what lowercase s means but basically it means how well the computer performs so like the teraflop level is very powerful it's just like how computers that we buy have like whatever gigahertz that's a similar measure.
1: It was just an interesting tweet because they were just like, 12 teraflops. Like, the I don't know. I realized that when they tweet out specs, like, not everyone's gonna, like, people that know spec, that's, that's not for me. Like, I pick up my PS4 and I'm like, what are the exclusives? What games do I have? How much uh, memory do I have? Like, that's the, that's about as in-depth the most in depth i got was changing my hard drive from whatever it was to a ssd that's about as that's about as in depth with specs that i got um so that's just not that's not for me i don't know what it is but i'll probably buy it i don't know i just i had the xbox one for a while and it was just collecting dust cuz like i would play like halo master chief and 2k but other than that, I didn't really play much. And then I really wanted to play Last of Us. And they had just released the remaster. And um, something was coming out for PS4 that... Uh, oh, what was it? There was something coming out for PS4 that I couldn't play on Xbox, obviously, because it was an exclusive. So I ended up buying a PS4. And just the, the catalog of
2: games that are available
1: on PS4 are just, like, phenomenal.
2: I've been kind of all over the place with all the systems. I mean, I would I would officially say my first system was an N64. Mine was a but, Sega Genesis. But see, I mean, me and my dad collected all... He had all sorts of systems when he was growing up and everything, so we ended up getting new ones. Like, I've had the original Nintendo. I had a Sega Genesis. I had an Atari. Like, I had virtually all the systems that there virtually was in mainstream. And then I had the N64. Like, I would come home from elementary school each day and run the gauntlet of super smash brothers like all the way to mr hand and then i would go do my homework after that and then my first real upgrade is i got the ps1 no or sorry the ps2 when it first came out it's a heck of an upgrade but then i went then i crossed over i got gamecube and then i also got xbox just so i could play all cuz i really like nintendo cuz smash brothers was probably one of my favorite games growing up and so, I got GameCube so I could get Smash Bros. Uh, Melee as it came out on GameCube, but then I also got Xbox because of the Halo series, and then I've, I've kept with Xbox ever since. Yeah, Halo
1: 3 is the reason I had an Xbox. I'm not, not even going to front. That and Gears of War were the two reasons I, I, I had. I've never
2: gotten to Gears of War that much, but I got Halo 3 for $5 at a at a, uh, a flea market. Brand new. Well, dang. It was a sort of thing where I think it was like a grandpa cleaning out like his grandson's stash, and I think he didn't realize what he had. It was brand new. like It was just months after it came out, but it didn't have the cover on it. But I looked into the case, and it was Halo 3. And I was like... I looked up, and I was like, I think this is legit. And I was like, how much is this? He's like, $5. I'm like, I didn't get the $5 out quick enough. And it was legit. It was the real game. It wasn't a bootleg. It was the game and so I've played that all throughout
1: yeah I went from I went from uh, Genesis to PS2 I skipped the PS1 because my cousin had one and then uh, yeah so G- Genesis, PS2 Xbox 360 and then I was trying to keep up with the Microsoft and I got an Xbox One and then it collected dust and then I went um, PS4, with a, a a Wii was thrown
2: in there too, and now I oh, have the Switch. I forgot all I I totally forgot about the Wii, but then I didn't even get into handheld. Like I had oh, the Game Boy, I, I wore Game Boy, Boy Advance. Yeah, man, I wore I had, out
1: that Game Boy Advance.
2: I had three SPs, and I was I was big in the Pokemon. I was I had all the games and everything. I collected everything, and then when I got bored, I bought a Game Shark. So I could, Yo, I had one too. Yeah, it's like a cheat, and get any Pokemon I wanted, and then shiny Pokemon and unlimited rare candies. <laughs> I was very big in SP. Man, yeah, like I had so many games for like Game Boy Advance and SP and everything like that. I didn't get, I never graduated to a Switch or a PSP or anything like that. I did have the PSP. That was so underrated. The PSP. Was I wish that the PSP.
0: Time. Yeah, I wish that the PSP existed today because if something i guess the switch is the modern version of the PSP but if something had the power to do playstation games cuz the switch does some of them but it's a lot of last gen things that are now getting ported if the switch is able to get something like GTA ported over then it's over for everyone um i don't
1: know if I my have the power first for that though
0: yeah that's the only thing my original my first console we got my cousin's old N64, um, and then we went straight to the Wii, and then my younger brother and I got a 360, and then we got a PS4, um, and I've got a Switch now. And I had all of the Nintendo handhelds from the Game Boy Advance onward. Um, so I was a Nintendo kid growing up.
1: Much respect. <laughs> I, I, the first game I completed ever, and I tweeted this out. First game I ever completed was Kingdom Hearts, and the second one was Pokemon Ruby. And Pokemon Ruby took up so much
2: of my time. Ruby, oh, I love Ruby. Oh,
1: and then I bought Emerald, and it was over for everybody. <laughs> Emerald, and then Fire Red, and then I ca- I had I played Diamond and Pearl, and then after that I kind of dropped off. Diamond I did and Pearl play, were my last two that I played. I, I did play. Pokemon Rangers <laughs> and Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, too, though. Well,
2: what was your favorite Pokemon?
1: Oh, I'm Lapras all the way. Lapras, Lapras. is the homeboy.
2: <laughs> because of Ruby, Blaziken is my favorite. Oh,
1: that's fair. Oh, favorite to use or favorite to like just ha- like Just in general. Just have. I would collect Blazikens. Man. There's something about a good old Blastoise, but... Mm-hmm. Cyndaquil is gonna have to take it for me. I love absolute no 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 sorry, Quelava. that's what it is. The the last one for Cyndaquil. Oh man, that was so dope with the little fire coming off its back. That was like the first Pokemon. I was like, holy crap, that's B that is straight up BA. <laughs> so it was cool. Uh, one time I, I traded away my Blastoise because I didn't understand and then I was like I, I guess I didn't understand how trading worked because I was like, I didn't, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I just didn't have object permanency at that point yet. But I traded it away and then I cried because I couldn't get it back. And, so, <laughs> and I was like, I want my Blastoise back because I traded it to one of my buddies uh, up the road, and he knew what he was getting. I was like, Oh, hey, yeah, Blastoise, and he's gone. <laughs> Mudkip's over not overrated underrated mudkip I know you're you said you were blaziken but man I, I every time I played ruby I would go mudkip marsh dump all the way I beat
2: that ass with blaziken
1: <laughs> <laughs> we all can agree that nobody picks the grass types right no oh, it, you, of course
2: you, you go fire or water
0: yeah I generally go water but between water and fire, it's definitely personal preference. If you go with the grass Pokemon, I have
1: questions. So I did. So just I did it purposefully once, and so I have Pokemon. I have Pokemon Sword uh, on the Switch. I haven't fully gotten into it yet because I've just been so busy. But um, I did. I heard it's an easy game. Like I heard it on this on the difficulty scale of Pokemon games. I've heard it's on the easy side. So I was like, okay. We all know that it's hard to start with a grass type, so I intentionally picked the grass type, knowing it would be it would be harder. That's the only time I've ever picked the grass type. Well, in
0: the long run, it's harder, but in the beginning of the game, generally, isn't the grass type supposed to be easier? Like I know at my the first Pokemon game that I played all the way through, and the one that I always go back to is Fire Red. And I know in that one, the first, the first gym, yeah, Brock is really easy. Supposed to be very, very easy with a grass type Pokemon. With a fire type, he's a lot harder.
1: Yeah, water um, and grass he's easy. I feel like yeah. with the grass type, no, grass type is easy. Sorry, grass type it doesn't help you in the first gym. It makes the second gym really easy because yeah. that's Misty, and that's the that's the uh, the water type gym Mm -hmm. is that one's a cakewalk but man when i had charmander that thing took forever because i was like i cannot do this (laughs) because that star you whooped my booty (laughs) it would whip my with that water pulse the one
0: thing that i love but i also hate about the new pokemon games is the xp share because oh yeah back when i would play like fire red
1: (laughs) when (laughs) i would play like
0: fire red my starter would be a workhorse and would destroy everything. But then if my starter died, I had no depth until I would get like the legendary birds. Like my starter would be like level 80 and my next best would be like level 30.
1: Would you ever get like the legendary ice or sorry, the legendary rocks like Regice, Registeel. Yeah. Regirock. Regirock.
2: Yeah, I, that would I, I think that my I would favorite do. were the, the legendary dogs. Ooh, yeah, like Another Ente. fire type. Entei's yeah. probably my favorite of those. Well, he a real he had... one from the movie. Yeah. <laughs> He's a real one. <laughs> He's kind of like Aslan, but for Pokemon. <laughs> God. Uh, Suicune and Raikou. Nobody likes Raikou. Come on. No, Raik. I don't... The electric ones that's... Uh, I don't know. I think P- Pikachu's just the only... That's the OG electric type.
1: I would never. Then you I would think never, about the birds
2: because you think about Zapdos. I mean, I think Zapdos is a real one. I would
1: never evolve my
2: Pikachu. I would always, or I would always keep it as a Pikachu,
1: and I would never, yeah, I would never make it a Raichu. Because nobody, likes I just Raichu. think
0: that, yeah, Raichu just looks crappy in comparison.
1: I'm trying to think other Pokemon things like oh, there. I keep I was on it was on the tip of my tongue. I can't remember.
2: Did y'all play Coliseum?
1: I did. Uh, I had Stadium. Um, because oh, that's, how I,
2: that's how I really started developing mine, because I took mine from the Game Boy games, because I, I thought that was the coolest thing, where you could hook up an SP or an Advance, and you could trade them to a to the GameCube. Amen. Because develop, developing them in the Coliseum was much easier than develop, developing them in a game.
1: I'll tell you what, though. Real Warriors were forged in the fires of Pokésnap. Oh, I man. loved Pokemon oh, Snap. Man,
2: that's a oh, that's a deep cut. Oops. That's a that is. A, like, did I just awaken that's like N64? a memory?
0: <laughs> that's one of the, <laughs> the that's like top five formative games for me from back in my N sixty four years. The games that I would play all the time on the N sixty four I would play Pokemon Snap, Super Mario sixty four, the original Smash, yes, Ken Griffey Junior's Slugfest, uh, NBA Courtside. WrestleMania 2000. Those were like the six games I would go between when I had a 64.
2: Oh man! No, that's that's a good game too. Like I would just spam, just spam the button until you it, it clicks and it hits something. Hitting Mew was so hard.
0: Yes, that's game how I learned. That's the game where I learned like video game strategy though, because at first you just want to like spam the button, but then you don't get any good shots. Like you no. get one good shot before you run out of film. You gotta plan it all out. Man, thank
2: you for bringing that up,
0: David. You're welcome, man. That's such a good game. I was like, that's I a game that I wish been... they made a remaster of. Because could you imagine that now with the Switch graphics, or on yeah, a three, yeah, yeah, or on a three Ds, three D Pokemon Snap?
1: That would be fun. What are other? What are some other? I played Mortal Kombat way too young.
2: But that I was, was a the Tekken fan. I've always been pro Tekken.
1: Oh Tekken! Oh man. Tekken. Uh, I used to play SSX Tricky. Man, that snowboarding game. Oh, that's a good one. I forgot about that one. Oh, what's another good one? Mm, did y'all ever play like Spyro? on ps2 i like
0: never owned it games. but i would play it at friends houses
1: yeah that's kind of the same for me i never actually had it i did have crash spyro,
0: bandicoot. i was gonna say spyro and crash bandicoot are like the same game to me
2: very like i similar. played the old donkey kong game like they mm. had the yellow cartridge
0: yes that's one that i forgot about
2: there was also a lion king one that i played a lot Yo, on the genesis <laughs> i think so yeah like,
1: man you would hop on the giraffe heads and yes. uh yeah man that game was hard as heck, man. It, it was, was hard. hard. That was hard, man. Is that one? I I did play the original NBA Jam.
2: NBA Jam, is a NBA good one. Jam was good. That's a good one.
1: NBA Street Volume Two.
2: Yes. Is the that's best the one with Baron b- Davis on the cover. Is the
1: best basketball game ever made. It has Dr. J on the front.
2: Dr. J. Okay.
1: Is a is the, yeah, Dr. J on the front. Oh, what else? I'm trying to, like, dig into the recesses of my mind (laughs) to find all of
2: these games. Oh, man. And there was, like, I I would play games that stuff that I really wasn't interested in. Like, I played Tony Park Underground, didn't care about skateboarding at all. Oh, Tony Hawk. Tony Tony Hawk Underground, yeah. Why did I say that? Tony Hawk. Yeah, that was an
0: amazing game. Did you ever play Simpsons Hit and Run?
2: I did not. I didn't play it, but I I know that was a popular one too.
0: That one, I loved that game.
1: There was, uh, oh gosh, I played Burnout Paradise a lot on the 360. That was a good one. Um, obviously, we can't overstate Guitar Hero. And uh, oh, rock
2: band, and, and rock, and rock band, and rock band.
0: Take me back to the days where I'd go home from school and play Guitar Hero.
2: And then you'd have whole parties uh, to get through the fire and flames. Mm-hmm. Like you'd oh have whole God. sleepovers with people to like practice for it and everything. I could never do it. I never made it. I never. Oh, I thought, definitely didn't make it. But I had some friends that were good enough to do it. I they, always they thought raining well, blood like seventy percent of it.
0: I always thought raining blood was harder because through the fire and flames it was an endurance thing but you could fit into the groove raining blood it was a lot more abstract which made it a lot harder to feel because I know at least personally as a musician I go off of feel a lot more than I go off of counting things so if I can feel it I'm going to be fine and I could never feel it when I was doing raining blood
2: that's fair and they didn't, those introduced me to so many songs that are still popular now. Because I think Rock Band introduced me to it, basically everything Weezer. So Say yeah. It Ain't So. It's one of my favorite songs now because of it. I would
1: love a Rock Band like or like Guitar Hero, Hall & Oates edition. I would love that.
0: Oh, <laughs> that would be awesome.
1: <laughs> Guitar Hero, uh, Stevie Nicks version. <laughs> Get the... Um... Oh, God. I always forget the name of the band. You love them. Uh, What's the name? Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac. There you go. Fleetwood Mac. I can remember Stevie Nicks, but not Fleetwood Mac. Go figure.
2: (laughs) I think it's video games overall. I think it's there's so much potential now, especially with the introduction of VR. That's going to be crazy when you get like Ready Player One style, where you basically just put on like a suit or something Mm -hmm. here in this virtual world where... You can even feel things or or things like that. If Have you get, ever...
1: If they can get rid of motion sickness, if they can make it to a... Because I get motion sick when I do VR. So if they can get rid of that, I, it, it's golden. Mm-hmm.
0: Have you ever seen videos on YouTube of people playing a game called Beat Saber?
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> that game blows my mind. That's like the modern day Rock Band Guitar Hero. Or like Tap Tap Revenge, the
1: app. Oh, my God. From back tap, in the day. Tap. the Holy crap. You just brought back. The iPod Guitar something. Hero. You just brought back the, the something out of the deep recesses of my brain with Tap <laughs> Tap. Oh, my God. That's like on the school bus <laughs> playing on the way to school. That's crazy. I forgot about that.
0: <sighs> I miss oh, that game so tap, much. Tap. I miss back in the day when mobile apps could keep you occupied for hours.
2: And like can have mobile or
1: microtransactions.
2: Yeah. So wait. do y'all remember when you had like old computers and whatnot, like some of the games put on there? Like the pinball? Like the the, the space pinball. Oh yeah, the pinball, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man. I my grandmother had that and I would literally go to her house just to play that game. I forgot the name of and I think you can still download it now. Oh yeah, yeah. it's still there, it's still around.
0: And I remember playing the original Sims video game.
1: Something I played a lot was the Dragon Ball Z Budokai games. I don't know if y'all played those, but they were like those the, the Dragon Ball Z fighting games of that time on the PS2, and I used to go in on those.
0: The only fighting game that I was allowed to play growing up was Super Smash Bros., and that was because we inherited that game – and then uh i convinced my mom to let us get star wars battlefront because it was video oh, game people not real people
1: the og not the new crappy one
0: uh star wars battlefront 2 is better the new battlefront 2 is better than the new battlefront 1 but nothing compares to the og battlefront games i still well, i still conquest
2: alone it. makes the old ones better yeah man galactic like, conquest,
1: conquest yeah
2: oh man legendary that was dope uh so, Talking, Going back to the console stuff, On currently right now, uh, the original Battlefront is free, and I just download it for all uh, members who have Xbox Live. Oh, I didn't know that. So it's currently free for download.
1: The, the single most influential game I ever played, Wii Bowling.
2: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> just Wii Sports in general. One taught Dude. me love, one
0: taught me patience, one taught me pain. Wii Bowling, Wii Baseball, Wii Golf.
2: Oh, we 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 baseball pissed me off.
0: No, Wii Golf so was the worst because Wii Golf you would swing it perfectly on the practice swing five times in a row, and then go up to address the ball and you would hook it every time.
1: D- didn't it come with the Wii? Like, did wasn't it wasn't? Yeah. just something that that's so yeah. it, for that to have so much like so much content and entertainment on like I don't think anyone has ha- anything has like, come close to that. Like everybody experienced, we tennis, we golf, we, we, oh, we tennis, we boxing. That,
0: <laughs> did boxing you, was fun. Boxing was good. Did you uh, have Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games? Yes, yes. I did. Oh
1: man, with the archery and st- yeah. yeah,
0: that was such a good game.
1: Yeah, look at us reminiscing, all the nostalgia.
0: We sports resort a, too.
1: This was a this was a good year in gaming though. Like last year was some booty, but this year was a good year in gaming. There, there was a lot of there was a lot of good stuff that came out.
2: I, there's definitely a lot of upcoming stuff too.
1: I just don't know if I'm ready to move on from this console. i I think I'm going to wait. Because I'm, I'm assuming
2: next... a lot of the next gen <laughs> ones are probably going to come next November. I think both the Xboxes and PS5.
0: Yeah, they're going to be for Christmas, I'm pretty sure.
1: I just don't know if I'm ready to move on, especially if they're not backwards compatible. I'm not not buying a new one right off the bat.
0: I want to get an Xbox or a PS4, but I don't want to... It's hard to say I want to get one right now because I know that they're going to be half as expensive in eight months when the replacements are out, when the next gens are out.
1: Yeah, I, I would say just wait it out and the exclusives it's, that are on yeah, ps4 well, or, or, or on the ps on the playstation in general are just really good
0: yeah well that's why i want it because i want to play mlb the show but oh, i know that this yeah. is the last this is the last year of it being exclusive good point i didn't think about that because a lot of the like that's the one reason why i would get a playstation is to play mlb the show and it's gonna be non-exclusive
2: in a year's time. Well, they had it on the Wii. I remember when they had it on the Wii. That was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. MLB 2K back in the day was good. I have MLB 2K12 sitting in front of me for the Xbox 360.
1: I did did play one baseball game. I think it was MLB 2K. It was like 09 or something. Something old. Mm -hmm.
2: I mean, I think Slugfest is probably my favorite just because I love the bean people because they had the concept where if you get enough hits you catch on fire and then if you bean somebody that's on fire they go and beat up the pitcher before they go to the base
1: yo backyard baseball do you ever play that on the on the
2: oh yes. backyard baseball
0: i had yes. all of the backyard baseball games yeah. i was more of a backyard baseball
1: guy than football or basketball i played i played the basketball one i didn't play the football one i played basketball and baseball
0: Baseball was classic. Nothing like Pablo Sanchez. No, the GOAT.
2: Yeah. Look at this. We we thought we didn't have anything to talk about. I was gonna
0: say I was almost gonna I was typing in our group
2: me, we've been going for an hour. <laughs> so I mean this was definitely different, but I liked it. It's yeah. just yeah. kinda let it flow.
1: This is yeah. free thought, train of thought, <laughs> word vomit.
0: streams of consciousness I'm
1: proud of us we're going
0: to have never made varsity spinoffs where it's only one of us just talking for an hour
1: you know whenever someone's like you know four dudes talking about stuff hey we should start a podcast like this is probably what they mean it's just just four four people putting their their thoughts into the void on nothing in particular (laughs) is probably what Mm -hmm. but I enjoyed this
2: yeah. So yeah. let us know if you like this or not. If if you do like it, we'll we'll do it again. <laughs> or we can do just like episodes on specific topics, like
1: you know what I'm saying.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like just an like episode this...
0: on video games
1: and just talk. Or movies, or I mean, preferably not politics, but we'll go there if you want it. Like
2: <laughs> hey, like next episode, we we could talk about shows, like shows of the past and everything, like. Especially with Disney Plus out now,
1: and I know that we hang we hang our hat on on sports, but right now it's a little bit of slim pickings. Um,
2: I'm, I'm sure no one wants to hear about Carolina basketball at the moment.
1: No, I know there's a game tomorrow, but who wants to hear about that? <laughs> so.
2: so, yeah, let us know if y'all like this new this format or not. Yeah, yeah, I'm into it.
1: Take that, Colby. You missed out on a great conversation.
2: So we're going to get out of here? I think it's about that time. You
0: know where to find us. Maybe Colby will edit in him saying where to find us if you don't know how to find
1: us. I don't know. We'll see you next week. Should we leave a message here for Colby if he if he listens to this all the way through? Love you babe. There you go. <laughs> <laughs>